Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And today's podcast, it's presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A lot to get to today. A lot of great headlines to uh, catch you up on. I do want to tell you, I had a, a bizarre weekend. My hands, my arms, every part of my body for the most part is sore. Why? Well, there's multiple factors. One, I'm a puss. Two, I was cutting down a tree and my chainsaw broke and I had to borrow my neighbor Jeff's chainsaw and this this maple tree that just died, it just fucking pissed me off because my wife and I planted these trees like 10, 11 years ago, whenever it was. But either way, it, it had some good growth on it, so it was really thick. And I'm not a lumberjack. I know what you're thinking. You see a picture of me or a video of me, and you're like, that guy's a lumberjack. Am I right? Look at the body on him. He's just a specimen. No, no, I'm not. (laughs) It's quite the opposite, actually. You're like, that guy, that guy, he looks like he eats a lot of donuts. Okay, probably giving up on life. (laughs) That's what people see when they look at me. But anyway, so I'm using a chainsaw, and it, I don't know how long it freaking took. And, and anybody that has used a chainsaw before, especially when it's a gas-powered one, what's one of the biggest problems that you run into? Starting it. <laughs> That's the thing that sucks. So my, my neighbor, Jeff, like I said, let me borrow his, but and it took a while for him to get it running. And then, so I take it over to my backyard and I go to start it and it won't start or it would start and then it just wouldn't stay on. So that was a pain in the butt. And then once I get it going, I'm like, this freaking tree is thick as hell. (laughs) And, And again, I don't know really what I'm doing. I've looked up videos on the proper way to cut down trees. So I have an idea, but am I trained? No, no, I'm not. I like watching those lumberjack competitions on ESPN The Ocho when they do those uh, weird sports things. Those are awesome. Those are completely different types of chainsaws, and those people do that all the time. Didn't go as easily as I thought it would. <laughs> so I did that, okay? And, and, and then at one point, I'm like, I wonder if I can break up the root See if I can go around it and see if that can happen. No, no, that didn't work either. So one, I used the chainsaw for that, but then I also had an axe and I was using the axe, which I love using an axe. My goodness, that is a great workout. Hard, but a great workout. So I was doing that. Should have taken off my shirt and, you know, really give the neighborhood a good show. But I decided, you know what? It's kind of one of those horror shows that people don't need to see. (laughs) They're like, oh, my God, what is that? There's like crashes going on. Vehicles just catching on fire. (laughs) They're like, what happened? What what caused all this chaos? Well, Scott was in his backyard chopping down a tree with his shirt off. (laughs) Oh, my God. You guys are going to need to go to therapy. Have you ever got ever looked at yourself in the mirror with your clothes off and you're just like, no, that's just gross. <laughs> I, I'm asking for a friend. 
Anyway, as I wipe away the tears, oh, the truth hurts. <laughs> anyway, so I, I eventually cut down the stump because I had cut down the tree last week, but my, my chainsaw broke. Kind of left that part out of the beginning of the story. But I'm not going to hit stop and then re-record. No, the first part is gold, Jerry. It's gold. Anyway, so I end up cutting down the stump, which was, it wasn't even that much, but it was enough that it was, it was a hazard in our backyard. So then my wife had bought from a friend of a friend a used trampoline. And I was hesitant to buy a trampoline. Just growing up, you know, you always hear about the people that break their bones or, you know, they're, they're, they just get jacked up when they use a trampoline. So I asked my kid's pediatrician, you know, what are your thoughts? He's all, you know, if it has a net on it, they're usually safer. And to be honest, statistically, the injuries are going down year after year. So he's all, I, I, I'm not against them. So I'll. Hey, just so you know, blood's on your hands. <laughs> hey, the doctor said it was fine. Uh, I shouldn't joke about that. That'd be awful if they, they got hurt. So anyway, so we so we buy this used trampoline, and it's in really good shape. I mean, just pristine. And the people we bought it from, they kept the instructions. Who does that? <laughs> Usually when I get something, I throw the instructions away. Like, I don't need them anymore. What am I going to do? Put it back together again? No. So thankfully, they kept the instructions. After I do the, the tree thing, I'm like, let's try to put this together. Let's try to do it. My wife wasn't home. So I start putting it together. And I'm looking at the instructions, but I'm not really computing what the instructions are. Long and short of it, about six hours later, and about maybe four hours into it, my wife came home and and helped me, <laughs> thankfully. Uh, we ended up getting it put back together. I had to take, because it's not a circle. It wasn't a, a round tr uh, trampoline. It's an oval. What kind of sick bastard makes an oval trampoline? It's, it should be either square or round, not oval, because that's what screwed me up. And as nice as it was that those people labeled the um, or had the, the instructions for the trampoline, nothing was technically labeled. And there were several bars that were different, but you had to really look close and really analyze them to figure out what they were. And I'm like, oh, man. And I didn't realize that until my wife came home. Big, dumb idiot that I am. Long or short of it, we ended up get it, getting it done. But my hands are just so jacked up. One from using the axe, using the chainsaw, and then pulling springs and putting things together. Oh, my God. And now I just, it, it makes, makes me realize, like, I, I need to do more. I need to do more than just, you know, do the podcast and do fun. I need to do more fun stuff. So I need to get out and about because my body feels like I just, I feel like I got in a car accident, but it's just like, what'd you do? Uh, I use the 
axe <laughs> and put up a trampoline. My body's dead. It is gone. Took forever, but it's done, and the kids are loving it, and it looks brand new. It's really cool. So, yeah, I'm a trampoline owner, and I'm scared as shit every time the kids get in there. And I keep having to tell them, you don't, you don't do this. Because I remember we would go, my brother and I, or at least my friends and I, I don't know if my brother did this or not, but there was a couple people we knew growing up, growing up that had trampolines. And what we would do on those trampolines would be uh, play like wrestling, WWE, or back then it was WWF. So, you know, I'd be like the ultimate warrior. Somebody would be Jimmy Superfly Snooker. And then somebody would be Hulk Hogan. Hulksters, yeah. And then somebody would be Macho Man. I'm Macho Man. Yeah. Can you feel it? Uh, I shouldn't do that voice right now. It's going to make me cough. <laughs> but it didn't. <laughs> anyway, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Crazy weekend. I've never had my son especially tell me thank you so much for doing something for them. And it, it, to be honest, it, you know, I helped put it together, but if not for my wife buying it and then actually helping me uh, figure out what the fuck I'm uh, doing wrong, it would never have worked out. So so it's pretty cool. I don't know if you're a trampoline uh, family, but uh, oddly enough, we are. Never thought I would be. But you know what I do know? I do know, you know what I'm going to say. Let's jump into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> this would suck. I don't know if you heard about this, and it may have affected you, and you just don't know. There was a glitch in, a, in the Facebook app. The Facebook app updated, you know, constantly they're updating apps for different types of bugs and upgrades and stuff like that with any app out there. Well, anyway, Facebook had an update and the bug that it had in there caused a bunch of chaos for a, a shit ton of people. The bug sent out automatic friend requests to any profiles people had viewed. <laughs> Could you imagine that? You're like, you're, you're ex, you're just checking on them. You're like that son of a bitch look at him he looks so happy or he what a whore <laughs> what what come on really moved on that quick what a fucking dick <laughs> right everybody facebook stocks if you have a facebook account unless you're just like really old <laughs> most most likely and you, well i say that in a nice way because you're you're like i don't, I don't know how to use it <laughs> so i'm just posting pictures and liking things, and commenting on political posts. That's what you do on Facebook if you're old. <laughs> I'm not wrong. But anyway, us younger folks, we like to Facebook stock people. It's fun. And you can learn a lot about people. A good amount of us are guilty of Facebook stocking. Well, now what this bug did was expose the stalkers. How awkward. For us, everyday Facebook stalkers. Thanks a lot, Meta. Way to go, Meta. You exposed us stalkers. Come on. Have you ever done that, though, and you're like, oh, shit. That's weird. Uh, like, you just get 
like, oh, well, why is this person coming after me? Or like, this is what always happens. And I've told you about this. I, I, I kind of let up into this awkwardly, but I don't know if this happens to you. It might, depending on how active you are on social media. The people that are on social media and they start attacking you for a comment that you put out there. And all of a sudden you're like, you know what? Let me get, let me check out this dude's profile. And you click on their profile and keep in mind their posts that they just were sh trying to shred you to pieces. They're calling you every horrible name in the book, or they're just saying these horrific things. And then you click on their profile picture and they're like a servant of God and peace be with you. I love family and bringing, you know, a calmness to those around me. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you realize people can click on your profile, you psycho? That happens a lot. And that happened to me. It doesn't happen very often to me. And a long time ago, when I worked at the radio station, I said something. I don't even know what it was, but it was something playful on the internet and this guy out of the blue starts attacking me and just trying to he was just being a jerk for no freaking reason and i'm like what is wrong with this guy like th there is something wrong and then i click on his his twitter profile and sure enough he's like talking about being a great Christian and bringing, you know, peace to the world and being just a good person. So I screenshotted that and then I responded back to them saying something to the effect of like, you're a bit of a hypocrite, right? <laughs> How is what you're saying and projecting out onto the world a good thing for anybody? You are a scumbag. Then he blocked me. Blocked. I think that's the only time somebody's ever blocked me. But anyway, people are people are crazy. And then uh, some of us got exposed. Although I noticed this. So it says uh, the bug. So if somebody was looking at your profile, basically what would have happened is then later you would have gotten a friend request from them. Implying that they were looking at your uh, profile. I got zero friend requests. So. Fuck you guys, okay? I'm just out here trying to live my best life. <laughs> Magic Johnson, L.A. Laker, great, Hall of Famer, amazing basketball player, tweeted out after the Denver Nuggets went up three games to none on the Lakers, dismantling the Lakers on their home court, tweeted this. I have to apologize to the Denver Nuggets. They proved that they are a better and more talented team in their victory over the Lakers tonight. They put both teams in the Eastern Conference on notice that they are committed to winning a championship. Ended it with an exclamation mark. That's a big freaking deal. Coming from Magic Johnson, the only thing that that I'm nervous about with this because as I record this, this is Monday. The Nuggets take on the Lakers in game four of the series tonight in LA. And 
it, it worries me that maybe this is adding fuel to LeBron James and, and company, and they don't want to go out being embarrassed. If they get swept by the Nuggets, that's embarrassing. What a way to go out, LeBron, because let's, let's be honest, LeBron's at the end of his term as a basketball player, whether he tries to stick it out one or two more years or decides, you know what, I've accomplished a lot. I've nicknamed myself. I've won some championships. I've done it all. <laughs> anyway, uh, that would be a hard way to end your career. So obviously he's going to do everything in his power to object to that. And obviously there, there tends to be a lean when it comes to, we talked about this before last week, when it comes to the NBA, it is more of a benefit for the NBA for the Lakers to take on the Celtics. But both teams, the Heat are up three, three games to none on the Celtics. It's never been done before where both Eastern Conference and Western Conference got swept, and then they end up meeting in the finals. So we'll see what happens. But big words coming from Magic Johnson. Will it add fuel to to the, the Lakers who seem like that they're essentially, they got punched in the dick and they don't know what to do. They're like, who punches people in the dick? Well, the Nuggets do, and guess what? They followed up with a freaking right hook, and you guys are just spinning around, dazed and confused. Yeah, that's how I analyze basketball. You're welcome. <laughs> Scott, why don't you talk more sports? Well, <laughs> that's why. Anyway, so... Well, I'm so curious. I had my entire family. We were watching the Nuggets game the other night. We're all excited about it. We're not huge basketball fans, but you know what? The Nuggets are in. We're on the bandwagon, and there's nothing wrong with that. I know a lot of diehard fans have a hard time when they see people like me and my family jump on the bandwagon and start rooting for the Nuggets. And they're like, well, I've been doing this my whole life. Well, good for you. That's great. I have Comcast, so I don't get to watch the Nuggets games all the time. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with jumping on the bandwagon. There isn't. That's fan bases. And guess what? If the Nuggets beat the Lakers and they move on to the finals and say they they win the championship, Guess what? A lot of those bandwagon fans, they're going to saddle in and they're going to get comfortable and they're going to be longer termed fans. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's how fan bases develop and grow and get bigger and better. I told you last week, there are only four states in the United States that want the Denver Nuggets to win the championship or think that they'll win the championship. Four, New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming, Utah. Everybody else is just like it's mostly Lakers or Celtics, and then there's like four states that want the Heat to win. So guess what that's going to mean next year is it's not going to be four states. It's going to be more than that, and that's a good thing 
for the brand of the Denver Nuggets. Anyway, speaking of the Denver Nuggets, I just wanted to play this real quick because I love hearing from this guy. He has a, His words carry a lot of weight, and he's one of my favorite basketball players of all time, Charles Barkley with TNT. I'll win a championship, in my opinion. I can't wait to get to the finals because I know they got some good golf courses out there in Denver. Hey, Peyton Manning, I'm calling and you. And that ball flies hey, out and there, Sean, And Sean Payton. You counting the Lakers out, though, like that? Hell yeah. Okay, <laughs> Guarantee it then. Guarantee. Okay. okay. I'm going to the mile high. Okay. Oh, Peyton and Sean, get the golf courses ready. Chuck coming. Put that, that ball fly out there. Put, put that, put that in your pipe and, and smoke, smoke it. it. <laughs> I love that. You know what? Charles Barkley just whipped out his balls and said, suck on these sons of bitches because the Nuggets, they going to beat the Lakers. Now, of course, the Nuggets are up three games to, to none. So it seems like it should be somewhat of an easy breezy avenue to victory. Even if the Nuggets lose game four, they're going to have a, a game back in Denver. So we'll see. We'll see if the Nuggets can close this out. Odds are in the favor of the Nuggets winning against the Lakers, but you just don't know. But it is nice to hear people like Charles Barkley get so amped up on the Nuggets. Now, that being said, he's been amped up on the Nuggets for several years. He's been seeing what everybody else is just now noticing. All these people like, I didn't know the Nuggets were good. Who's this Nikola Jokic? They call him the Joker. He's got jokes. Is that it? Oh, my God. Barkley's been on the Nuggets bandwagon for a long time. And he's now able to say something about the Denver Nuggets in a positive form. And everybody around him is just like, yeah, okay. I got you, Chuck. That makes sense. So it's kind of a cool time here if you're a Denver Nuggets fan. And I know I got a lot of people that listen from around the world. It's not just here in Colorado. So... Here's the cool thing. If you want to support the Nuggets, what I want you to do, I don't care if it's a piece of paper, but I want you to tweet at me. I want you to Facebook at me, whatever social post you do. Maybe you can just email me and then I'll post it for you. Send me a picture of you supporting the Nuggets. And then at the end, you can say, fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> Would that not be hilarious? Be like, hey, go Nuggets. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. I'm sorry. I just wanted to throw in that soundbite. But yeah, do that. Let's do that. Let's start a trend. Fuck you, Kyle. You know who Kyle is? Kyle is the people that don't believe in the Den Denver Nuggets. Okay? That's who Kyle is. So you know what, Kyle? Shut the fuck up, Kyle. I believe in the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets... They're going to finish off the Lakers. And I don't give a shit who is in the Eastern Conference uh, taking on the Denver Nuggets. Because guess what? The Denver Nuggets are going to win the championship. I shouldn't say it, but I can't help it. And anybody that, uh, that is against the Denver Nuggets, your name is Kyle from now on. And guess what? Shut the fuck up, Kyle! <laughs> I always wonder if like my wife will come down here while I'm doing one of those stupid things and she's going to be like, why did I marry him? What is wrong with me? <laughs> hey, we got more coming your way. But first, bring that big bet energy this summer with Superbook Sports. 
Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting. And right now, use promo code MILEHIGH to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. Win or lose, they're going to match your first bet up to $250 with promo code MILEHIGH. All you got to do, visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And... uh, or you could down. This is what I did. I download the Superbook Colorado app in your app store. Super easy. And what you got to do is enter that promo code Mile High, and you're going to get that $250 uh, bonus added to your account, courtesy of Superbook Sports. If you got a gambling problem, listen up real quick. Call 1-800-522-4700. Shut the fuck up, Kyle! Listen, if you see a Kyle today, you gotta, like, I'm I'm not saying to do this, but it would be hilarious. Don't suggest you do it, but it would be hilarious. If you go, if they're Kyle, and you just, like, grab them by the shirt, and you push them up against the wall, and you're like, why are you against the Nuggets, Kyle? Why? What is wrong with you? Shut the fuck up, Kyle! Anyway, for... (laughs) Moving along... For $700, you can get this at the Drury Beer Garden in Philadelphia. I don't know anybody that has this kind of disposable, excuse me, disposable income. But if you do, bring me along. I want a slice of this thing. You, for 700 bucks at this place, you can get Wagyu beef, eight ounces. It's a burger, right? With caviar, fresh black truffle, lobster flambéed with cognac. Topped with aged Irish cheddar and drizzled with honey. Oh, and it's covered in gold. Like the papery gold thing. I don't know why anybody would want to eat gold. I can't imagine that's really good for your digestive system or just your system in general. Why you all backed up? Well, I've been eating a lot of gold. Well, you're rich and dumb. Okay. Jeez. Would you buy that? Wagyu beef. Caviar. Fresh black truffles, lobster flambéed with cognac, aged Irish cheddar with honey, and have gold on top? That doesn't sound appealing at all. I would love to sample this burger, and I know it's 700 bucks. It's never going to happen. But none of that sounds appealing to me. You know who orders that? I, I'll tell you exactly who orders a $700 burger. An asshole. That's who does it. That's right. You go sit down with the boys or the girls and you're sitting at a table. Let's get a round of drinks. What are you going to order? What sounds good? I'll try this. I'm probably just going to get chicken fingers. Let's be honest. It's delicious. Okay. And then the next guy, next guy's like, ah, you know, I'm debating getting the steak. And then Tammy over there in the corner is just like, I got a rich husband. And then she's like, and I'm rich too. So, uh, girl power, I'm going to get the $700 burger. And then Tammy's a bitch. <laughs> I don't know why. I, 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 As I'm saying that, I'm like, oh, people are going to get mad. Why is her husband rich? Okay. She could be uh, uh, personally successful. I said what I said. Okay. A guy could be like, my wife's rich. <laughs> Aha, we're getting the, the Wagyu meat burger for 700 bucks. No way. No way. Why would you why would you do that? That's overcomplicating 
a beautiful food item. I love a good burger. And one thing that just drives me nuts is when I see burgers like this. You're why? I can I can understand the wagyu meat, okay? That makes sense. And maybe the aged Irish cheddar. But you don't put uh caviar on there. Fresh black truffle, lobster flambéed with cognac, and then you sure as shit don't put you know gold on top of it. You're ruining it. That that's ridiculous. I love a good burger. And the best places to get a burger usually are the sit-down places. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, you go down to the damn grill down in, uh, what is what is that? God, I don't go down there anymore. The Denver Tech Center. I believe they're off of Arapahoe Road just east of I-25. You go down there, get a good burger. It's just a good burger where you sit there and you eat it and you don't feel bad. You just sit there and go, God damn it, that satisfied me. That's what you want. You don't want to sit there and go, oh, this makes me feel rich. That's ridiculous. Sir, you got caviar all over your face. Okay. <laughs> it's just, ugh. You're overcomplicating a beautiful food item. And it drives me nuts. If you have an idea of where you, what, what's the perfect burger to, to you? Whether you make it at home or you go somewhere and eat it. To me, it's, uh, I made burgers last night. Nothing crazy. Chopped up some white onion. Sometimes I'll, I'll uh, saute them, but I didn't last night because my daughter really likes them raw, the white onions. And so I just diced those up kind of small, put them on the, on the, the burger. I put mayonnaise and mustard and pickles, regular dill pickles. And I had, oh, I, I don't remember the cheese. It wasn't cheddar. It might have been Munster cheese. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a cheese guy. I just don't. I Whatever my wife bought, that's what I put on there. And then this is what I like. Put a little strip of barbecue sauce. And I like sweet baby rays. Right? That's what I put on there. Nothing overcomplicated. And I'm I'm my daughter is a picky eater. And she told me several times, that was good. That was good, Dad. If she ate one of these, I guarantee you now she's a kid. But if I ate one of these, I'd be like, ah, it's just a lot going on. A lot going on. Just because you add more ingredients and just because those ingredients are expensive doesn't mean that the meal is going to be good. So I I would try this if somebody else paid for it. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm not going to pay for it, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin and Cindy are like, uh, yeah, well, let's try it. If you're buying, that's adorable. I'm not going to pay for anything. No. <laughs> if you know me, I'm cheap. Not going to do it. So let me know what your ideal, it doesn't, you can tell me a place or do you just how you grill your burgers or prepare your burgers? I like to know. One, I might use the tips. Be like, hey, add this ingredient. It's going to take it to another level. But if you, I swear to fucking God, if you say put caviar on there, I'm going to hunt you down and punch you right in the junk. Okay? Don't you dare.
Don't you dare. You know what we need to do? I got a big story, and we got a lot of uh, listener interaction on this. Let's jump into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> oh, my God. Oscar Maya is changing the name of the Wienermobile to the Frankmobile? Why? Well, it's a publicity thing. And I'll read from an article done by CNN and a little bit from Oscar Mayer themselves. They they have newly dubbed the Frankmobile to pay homage to the brand's 100% beef franks as it de- debuts a tasty new recipe. That's, a, that's what they said last week. You won't see too many physical changes as part of the rebrand. It's still, well, a giant hot dog on wheels, according to CNN. Yes, it is. The giant wiener coming at you. The vehicles didn't did get a giant new decals, proclaiming them all beef and calling it the Frankmobile. I tweet I tweeted out a picture and I posted this on my Facebook page, also on my TikTok, which I'll get to in a second, which is funny. But the, the it says Frankmobile. Horrible name. Horrible name. We'll get into that here in a second. The hot doggers who drive this six who drive the six giant hot dogs. I didn't realize there were six of them. It makes sense. And serve a brand as brand ambassadors from coast to coast will now be known as Frankfurters. What were they before? Like weenie weenie slingers. (laughs) I don't remember. But anyway, and if your name is Frank or any ear, God, I, I can't even speak. Anyway, if your name's Frank or close to Frank, you can stop by the Frank Mobile in person and get a coupon, ooh, for a free pack of hot dogs from Frankfurters. <laughs> they didn't say if this name was going to be permanent. And to be honest, it doesn't cost that much for a company to take off the old stickers like one of the things i want to do and if any of you out there do this i would love to do it because my car is in really good shape and i would love to get my car wrapped and get whether it's it's my logo along with some other stuff like uh you know get some sponsors on there fuck yeah i'll drive that shit i don't care i think that would be a great idea I drive enough where it would be justified, you know, where, you know, it's getting a lot of exposure. I think that would be cool. Have my angry face on the front or something like that. That'd be awesome. But anyway, for, for Oscar Meyer to take off the Frankfurter, or excuse me, the Oscar Meyer mobile, whatever they call it, the Wiener mobile, and then replace it with Frank mobile, it doesn't really cost them that much, like hardly anything. So, at first, you could say, "Well, geez, man, they're they're rebranding and making a big deal and like changing the vehicle." It's really, really not that expensive. Now that being said, I need a sponsor for for me because I'm not a big entity like Oscar Mayer. But oh, that would be funny if I had a bunch of wieners on my car. <laughs> anyway, uh, so you you get the idea. Anyway, so they didn't say if this was going to be a permanent thing. They're just trying to test the waters. So this is what they said. For now, the Frankmobile 
is the is a name Oscar Meyer is trying to out to see if it cuts the mustards with the fans. <laughs> so lame. What do you think of that name? It seems a little bit ridiculous. Now, companies have changed their names for publicity, and it gets people talking. This one isn't as crazy, but you remember back in like 2018 when IHOP briefly changed their name to IHOB because International House of Burgers, which, by the way, IHOP does have good burgers. So anybody that bags on them for that, you got to try it. They're not that bad. Not amazing, but they're not bad. And let's see, M&M's did it, I guess, earlier this year where they temporarily switched to Ma and Yaz. I don't remember that. As part of That was part of a Super Bowl ad campaign. But what do you guys think of the name change? If they kept it, I think that would be a big mistake. I, I just don't like the name Frank Mobile. It just, it doesn't, Frank Mobile just sounds like that's some guy's car. Who's Frank and his giant wiener? Look, he's coming. <laughs> so I asked you guys on Twitter. I said, give me your best alternate names for the Wienermobile. Well, I just brought them up. The damn grill said artificial phallus mobile. <laughs> and, then, and then he responded with this gif. Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> Ask me about my wiener. I hockey drummer said, and I had actually wrote this before. He says, I don't see how anyone can top cock wagon. <laughs> it's a name that is timeless. It is. It is. Uh, Hanover. I always screw up this name and I don't know how to say it. But anyway, at good for you, bud on Twitter wrote the Wang wagon. Then he also added the veiny vessel. <laughs> Jason wrote, uh, the bun filler. Okay, like it. Christopher wrote Viagra vessel. Christian wrote sausage wagon. <laughs> Anthony, the weenie wagon or bratwurst buggy. Chris, the slip and slide. Oh, I get it. I get it. Well, oh, slip and slide it in. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Ooh, how erotic would it be to watch the Wienermobile or Frankmobile, whatever you want to call it, going into the Eisenhower Tunnel. Oh, my God. Woo! It's getting hot in here. What? Robert wrote Stiffy Sedan. <laughs> it's elegant. <laughs> Yet provocative. Way to go, Robert. Trevor wrote Meat Wagon. I like it. I like it. Rick wrote The, fr the Frank Tank. Okay, that's a you know. In all honesty, the Frank Tank is better than the Frank Mobile. I I think that makes more sense. Listen to to Rick, Oscar Meyer. Uh, let's see. He says your date. <laughs> what? <laughs> Carl, the schlong along. <laughs> Watch out, the schlong along's coming, kids. Let's go. Jr. Slick wrote. The Red Rocket. <laughs> and he put a gif of a dog. And the dog's winking at him. That's gross. Go Avs Go wrote, The Long Dong Come Along with its own song. <laughs> okay. Listen First, Talk Last wrote, Raw Dog. Adrian wrote, Dick Wagon. 
<laughs> Let's see. I thought there was some more. Hold on. One second. Uh, dick wagon. <laughs> Imagine telling your parents what your job is over the summer break. <laughs> what What do you do? Oh, I'm driving the dick wagon. Oh, my God. We need to take her to counseling. <laughs> Uh, Wang Wagon, Brian wrote the big weenie mobile. See that? I don't know why they're changing the weenie uh, other than social pressure. Ramon wrote cock diesel. Cock diesel. <laughs> uh, the mixed, <laughs> Josh wrote the mixed meat wagon. Ugh. KG. I do like this one. And it kind of goes with one we, we just heard, too. The dick wagon. So you got the dick wagon, or excuse me, the dick tank, excuse me. And then the other one was the Frank tank. I think those are really good. And it, those should be the leader in the clubhouse. I don't know. You tell me. Let me know. At DeHuff Podcast or Uncensored at gmail.com. So, again, at DeHuff Podcast on my socials. So let me know your thoughts, which is your favorite. Those are all hilarious. Great job, you guys. You guys crushed it with those. Holy shit. Ask me about my winner. Cockwagon. <laughs> the dick tank. Oh, man, there's some good ones in there. Thank you guys so much. If you want to join the podcast, you can always do so. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. Some more uh, leftovers from last week. Food no-nos. Denver Sports 420 AM on Twitter wrote, don't eat raw oysters. Yeah, I've never understood that. If, if you ever looked at raw oysters, it's disgusting. Plus, the you're, you're hoping that the individuals in the kitchen took pride in making sure that they, they handled those uh, raw oysters perfectly so they didn't get into the food danger zone and develop bacteria and so when you're slurping those sick sons of bitches up that you don't get sick because seafood foodborne illness illnesses are horrific you don't want to deal with that foodborne illnesses are are horrible in general but everything i've read and heard about like seafood oh that is bad stuff and I don't understand the appeal of raw oysters. If you guys have ate them and you love them and you swear by them, let me know. But I don't understand why you would want to eat something that looks like you're slurping up a, a snot rocket that just somebody put on your on your plate. It's gross. Eric in Arvada said, people that mix mayo with ketchup and mustard. Eric. I, I don't see the problem in that. Okay, I'm weird, apparently. I'm one of those guys. I don't see what the big deal is, man. We do that sometimes at night. My wife is really good at making sauces to go along with... Oh, what is it? What does she make? It's when we make like pizza rolls or it's usually like nuggets in the air fryer, stuff like that. Like if we're doing some late night kids are we're, we're watching t uh, a movie or something like that we'll make stuff in the air fryer and my wife will mix like i don't think it's mayo i don't know what she does but she, she mixes a bunch of condiments together and it's it's delicious usually like sriracha is one of the ingredients i don't see what the big deal is that but that being said uh, i mean 
people are, you know, we all have different tastes. Also, like I, th- this is kind of frowned upon too in some places. I like on a hot dog, those ingredients, mayo, ketchup, mustard. That's delicious. And also what mayo is, uh, there's some people I know that hate mayonnaise. They think it's like horrible. But mayonnaise on a Philly cheesesteak is out of this world. I love it. In fact, I I like a Philly cheesesteak that has kind of the works on it. In, in a sense, the works. Uh, so mayonnaise, lettuce, tomato, and, and and maybe some pickles on on top. So you're getting kind of you got the warm traditional side of the Philly cheesesteak, and then you add that you know other stuff on there, and it's just it's almost like you're eating two sandwiches in one. It's delicious. Don't judge me, Eric. For the love of God, don't you dare judge me. Oh man. Do you, what are some things that you guys like that other people are like, ew, gross? Or what are some things that you go, ew, gross, but other people like? <laughs> Let me know. Dehuff on censored at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at Dehuff Podcast. Thank you guys so much. This is a fun show. Oh, hold on. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. Ask me about my <laughs> winner. I had to get him in. You're welcome. Huh? Yes. (laughs) Hopefully you guys laughed a little bit in this, uh, this, uh, podcast today. I'm I'm off to go see my kids do field day. That's always fun. They do a good job with that at their school. You know, having to make sure that they get enough sunscreen is really the biggest part for us. But then we get to go out there and watch them, you know, just have fun, be kids, and just goof around and, and run through random obstacle obstacles. I always remember that when I was a kid. It's obviously changed since I was younger. And one thing I took out of field day when I was a kid is we had first, second, and third place ribbons for races and stuff like that. And I know it's frowned upon because everybody wants to have a trophy and be a winner. But one thing I took away from that, and while I am not a former athlete, like some of the people uh, that I've had on this podcast, like Mark Schlereth, Chad Brown, Scott Hastings, and Alfred Williams, guys like that, while I'm not on their level of competition, competition is good for life. It's good for your soul. It's good for your your development in in career, wherever you go. So when I would get second place or third place or not a ribbon at all, it would drive me. It would piss me off, but in a good way because it made me want to try harder and go, I can do better. I can do better. Then I would go out there and I would try my fucking hardest to get that first place ribbon. There's nothing wrong with that in society. We need to bring that back. It is okay to lose. What do, what do I always say? Success is built upon failure. It's okay to fail. 
and I look at this field day, I'm going to go out there. There's going to be a lot of disappointed kids, and that's okay. But nobody's getting fucking ribbons, and that kind of bugs me. It does. I understand. Some people take it a little too far, and that's what kind of ruins it for everybody else. There's people that are out there, parents, etc. They're like, if you don't win these, this, this 100-yard dash in third grade, guess what? You ain't coming home. You ain't eating dinner. There's people like that. I get it. And you guys fucked it up for everybody else. But it's good to have competition. It's good to go out there and play sports. It's the summertime. Go out there and play as much as you can with your kids if you if you have them. If you're younger, you know, uh, next door, my next door neighbor just came home from college. And him and his buddy came over. They spent like three hours outside yesterday playing basketball with my two kids, my eight-year-old and my 10-year-old, because they understand the importance of playing and competition. And I thought that was really cool. And guess what? They're teaching them how to trash talk. And I like that. I like that. Anyway, I kind of went off on a, you know, uh, veered off the, the track a little bit at the end. But I love, I love field day. I have a lot of great memories from that. And it always, like I said, I didn't excel in athletics beyond field day. <laughs> but it still sits with me of going, if you want to be successful, you got to fail because that failure fuels your success. So there you go. Make it a t-shirt. You're welcome. <laughs> if anybody knows about failure, it's me. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Like I said, hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. That's good for the soul. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And remember, whether you're going on vacation or you're driving for, for your work or you just drive a lot in general, make sure you hit that auto download. That way, whenever there's a new episode, it, go, it goes ahead and saves it on your phone. Very tiny amount of data that goes into these episodes. So it won't screw up your phone when you do this. But that way, you can listen as you're driving around and not experience any hiccups. It's really easy, really easy to do. So play around with your app. You know what I'm saying? Play with that app. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's my heart. It's beating fast. (laughs) It got very awkward at the end. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Don't forget, take it easy on Kyle. Because Kyle, I don't know what the frick your problem is, man. But geez. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. Nuggets, man. Nuggets. Can't wait to see what they do. Go Nuggets. It's the Huff Uncensored. I'll talk to you next time.